I'm Coach Tony Miller, and you're listening to a Quick Timeout Podcast. We have conversations with basketball coaches from around the country focused on specific topics designed simply to help grow the game. Thanks for downloading and listening to a Quick Timeout Podcast presented by Dr. Dish Basketball. If you have yet to visit the Dr. Dish Basketball website, you're missing out on a lot of great resources there. Included in those resources is a shooting drill series that I've designed for you to use with your players. For each of those drills, you'll find a diagram, explanation, also a video of the drill so you can see what it looks like. To find out more about those, visit drdishbasketball.com and click blog on the drop-down menu. Again, that's drdishbasketball.com. Great to have with us today Coach Matt Sanders, head men's basketball coach for the Calvary University Warriors. Coach, thanks for working with me to make this happen. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for the opportunity. Looking forward to uh, just sharing what we do and and uh, hopefully can bless somebody for sure. Yeah, Coach Sanders is a fellow small college coach and actually coaches at the same level that I do. He's in the north region. We're down here in the south. We don't ever really see each other except for this year. We changed yeah. that. He's going yeah. to come over to us this year. This past season, as a matter of fact, Coach Sanders led his group to a regional championship in their program. I forgot to ask you this beforehand. Was that your first national tournament appearance or did you have uh, yes it was yeah awesome school yeah okay. cool for sure coach with championship experience and we're going to talk a little bit about that experience not just leading a program a winning program but more importantly the experience that he has finding players and then also uh, helping coaches college opportunity for their players and what they can do for that so i'm aware that the coaches that we have listening here are primarily high school coaches so you aren't recruiting players. However, I know that most of you, you want to help your players if at all possible and if they have the opportunity to get to the next level. So I want to Coach Sanders to come on and kind of talk to you about that and pull back the curtain a little bit behind how a college coach thinks and what he's looking for. And a lot of the questions that I'll ask him today are things that I get regularly from coaches and also from <laughs> players. So this may be even something that would be worth sharing with your players or with a player that you know that's interested in playing at the next level. The most common question that I get is just simply, what are you looking for in a player? Uh, we're a Christian institution. We're a, a biblically-based institution. So for me, right off the bat, from the jump, they've got to be able to establish a Christian foundation in their application to the school and to the program. Um, so right off the bat, I'm looking for a high Christian character kid that it embodies everything that we are here at Calvary. And then academically, when it comes to student-athletes, for a long time, I was very uh, okay with guys who were about a 2.5 student, and I have moved away from that. Um, if, if I recruit a guy who is under a 3.0 GPA, his test score is going to have to be pretty high. And we do that here because we require them to write a lot here. Almost everything that we do is writing-based, and so the student athlete needs to really be able to write well, so therefore he's going to have to be a really good student you know, bigger picture, whether or not a person is interested in going to a Christian college, like fit for the university is bigger than I think most, most players and most 17, 18 year olds think about. They think, you know, I, I play basketball, you're interested in basketball players. Why would you not want me to come to your school? And a lot of it has to do with just as the coach and your experience with this, just in relationship to the academics that you just said, it's something that you learned over time that you saw players that you had in your program. These guys just don't do very well. So I need to make adjustments to set them up for success later on. And I don't know necessarily that the players are always thinking that way, but a coach is trying to look out for you and just thinking like you're not going to last here or you're not going to succeed well here from the academic side of things or from the student life point of view. 
Um, and so finding a fit is bigger than I, I think most make it out to be. Two, if your parents aren't involved or parents maybe have been through the process similar but haven't been to a school like that, then they may not even think about the fit aspect. So communicating that I've found to players and to their parents, parents are appreciative of that. If you're honest and open with them up front <laughs> so that they know what the kid's getting into or what the school's like and for you know, in your case, academics, but for ours in several different ways, I've seen it, that it, it prevents problems later on. Once right. they get here, they act surprised like, oh, you didn't tell me it was going to be like this or, oh, and sometimes they feel like you've been hiding things from them, whether or not that was your intention, hopefully not, but whether or not you intended to hide something from them, that's how it ends up appearing. So being an open and honest and much about that. And from the those that are listening, from the coach and the, the player's perspective, asking a lot of questions like, what are you looking for? What Ask the coach, what am I going to be a fit here? Do you think Absolutely. I'll be on the basketball? Because if a, kid, if a kid's coming just for basketball, I have found that they don't last at the school. I use this analogy a lot with my players, and especially in recruiting, is that we use basketball as a vehicle. Uh, basketball is a vehicle that gets you to the institution for us to where God wants you to go. And so we love that basketball got you here, but it can't be the end all be all because eventually you're going to get tested in the classroom. And then for us, biblically, that's a, that's an extremely valid point you make, because if you don't ask that question of what we're looking for, then you are surprised. And I'm pretty transparent. Actually, I'm at times overly transparent about it. Uh, let me talk now related to your program itself and actually what you guys do. And so the, the question I have is how much of your recruiting a player are you thinking in the back of your head about your system versus just man that that guy can hoop i want him absolutely well, that's a wonderful question um the, the answer is yes we we really pay close attention to it so for instance this year when we got to the national tournament we were incredibly undersized we didn't have a great year recruiting size um and it, it just we we went after some guys that you know six seven six eight and they it, we just didn't land them it's just, that's the way COVID happened and so for me, in, in the system that we run, we are looking for guys with size. So usually 6'3 and over, because at our level, I feels like, and I don't know about for you, but it feels like everyone's bigger now. And so it, it, in rebounding and scoring inside, you've got to have the ability uh, to have some guys with some size. And so in this offseason, that is what we went after. I, I, I signed one guy under 6'3", um, and we just didn't have a choice. We, we, we felt like we had to get taller and bigger. For me, I'm looking for guys with really high IQs and whose high school coach says that they are really, really hard workers. I don't love the phrase gym, gym rat because I haven't seen one from a coach who said, well, he's a gym rat. And then he came here and he was a gym rat. The gym rats really are, uh, it's really more of a cliche now than it was uh, maybe 15 or 20 years ago. Um, I've got a few guys who are in here a good bit, but not like a real gym rat. And so, uh, we're looking for guys who have high IQs um, and who have been coached really well. And for the high school coach, we're looking for guys who are well-rounded, who can pass and screen well, who shoot really well. Um, but quite frankly, I'm looking for guys who are awesome teammates, just culture builders, right? Guys who come and they just slide right into a slot in the culture, in the culture of being a great teammate on and off the court, in the classroom, in the dorm room, in the cafeteria. That for me, along with the size and the athleticism, might be even more paramount than anything else. For us, this has changed a lot. I think as the coach gets older and more defined as to what he wants out of his systems, 
then you'd start recruiting towards that. At least that's what I found. Absolutely. So for a player asking the question, where do I fit in your system? If the coach gives you a lot of vague responses, then he probably doesn't have an idea either about his system or about how you fit into that. Absolutely. We try to be as specific as possible. You know, you're going to be in this position. We're looking for you to do one, two, three. By the way, if they tell you that they want you to do like 10 different things, they don't know what they want you to do either. They, they just want good players. You know, more established coaches as far as specifics of the system itself. But right. then I also feel, too, about looking at the roster. This is, again, ask the questions. Who's in front of me? Who, how, how many right. other guys are at that position? Absolutely. Because, again, if a coach is being honest and, you know, from our perspective, we want to be up front with you and have be, we've gotten more this way. You know, we want to make sure that, you know, I've got these three other guys at that position. It's unfair to them if right. I bring you in or if I bring this other kid in. Right. I, would you want me to do that to you Absolutely. when you're a junior, when you're a senior? So asking the questions again about who's on the team, what's the specific system, what you know, how does that translate? Where do you see me working into that? All of those things are important as well. Absolutely. Coaches, are you looking to take your game preparation to the next level? Then Fast Model Sports is the perfect coaching software for you. Build an organized library of plays and drills and create professional playbooks to share with your players and staff. You can also download over 9,000 free plays and drills from our play bank directly to your FastDraw account. Need a better way to build your scouting reports? With FastScout, build custom scouting report templates to prepare your team best for each individual opponent. The combination of FastDraw and FastScout is the best way for you and your coaches to create winning game strategies and effectively communicate them to your team. Over 10,000 high school and youth coaches use FastModel Sports technology to help their team reach their goals. Use code AQT10 to get 10% off any Fast Draw and Fast Scout products. Again, that's AQT10 to get 10% off any Fast Draw and Fast Scout products. Understanding, I know each coach is different here. Is there any way or ways that you prefer players connecting with you or just them getting on your radar? I don't have a preference and I'm okay with field level. I'm okay with the, some of the recruiting sites. Um, I'm okay with emails. Um, I'm okay with having your high school coach call. I'm really okay with all that. However, in the connecting part, I need to know who you are and I need to know who the whole person is. So I kind of answered that over the top a little bit, but that's, I, I, re I really don't have a preference. I'm the sport marketing teacher here. And so I'm always thinking of things from the perspective of what's your personal brand. And if right. I only know you from an email that gives me a couple highlights, I don't really know your personal brand. Right. I, social media has allowed it so that I can connect with a kid and I can do research on him and I'll take the email. But if he sends me the Twitter account and the Instagram, I can go and see who he is, who he's hanging out with, the system that he plays. You know, that allows you to tell your story. And especially if a kid, there's a couple that immediately come to my mind they're connecting with me at the end of their sophomore years and junior years. I get to basically over the next two years, figure out what their brand is. And it makes it very clear for me then whether or not they're a fit for my program. And it goes both ways too. Like they can figure out if, yeah. if I'm somewhere where they want to come and somebody that they want to be coached by. So, you know, I, I'm with you. They can connect with me and reach out to me anyway. But for me, it's more important that I know about what their brand is about who they are, what you were just saying there. That's as important to me as as the basketball and the skill-wise. I don't not respond unless I get an email in which there is no response for. Mm -hmm. right? I'm not going to respond to somebody who sends me an email about the complete opposite of who we are. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I, I'm not that guy. I will respond almost mm 
90 percent of the time i'm going to respond because i think that's the right thing to do if the kid takes time i'm going to do it unless you do that my favorite emails were the ones that we got in the first three years of the program that told me that he'd been watching my program for years and wanted to come be a part of our team absolutely how about going from we use the words prospect and recruit interchangeably that's different in my mind that process of going from one of those one of 1,000 emails that I get a prospect to actually becoming somebody who you recruit. Is there a time where that kind of translates over? Is that a process or how does that happen for you so that a kid can become somebody who you're, you're seriously recruiting? Um, for us, there is a process. And so let, let's just, we'll stick with the email. If I get an email and there is serious connectivity to who we are and I get clear direction on who they are, I've got a base response that I have that will share with them and them share with us who they are and who we are and what we're after. So the response goes something like, hey, I got your email. You sound like you might be a really good fit for our program. Let's continue the conversation. And so it'll start with an email and then the email turns into a phone call and then the phone call turns into a FaceTime and then the FaceTime turns into, okay, we need to meet. And that also takes place. Let's just say I go to a tournament and I, I see a kid play. It's the same thing. If I see a kid and we, we make a connection there, the next step is a response with, Hey, this is who we are. You sound like this. What is your response to this? And then we have a little bit of a back and forth and then we go from there. This changes. I feel like from, even from year to year, because there is a difference too in the way that kids receive information and the communication that happens yeah. and what people like and what people don't we try to stay somewhat regular in it. I think a lot of it, players need to research what the school is and how they can, they how the school itself, not just the basketball program right. goes about admitting players into their or admitting students into their school. Like for us, you need to make sure that you can afford it first of all. So going through the application process and then filling out the FAFSA, which by the way, I want to mention this October 1st is the next round for, for the FAFSA. So getting that as soon as possible, because it's natural. How much does it cost to go there? Like that's right. one of the top, top two things on the, on the list right. for most people. So right. figuring out the financials of it, there's a natural process for most schools. So figure out what that is for the school. Absolutely. And a lot of times that will even determine whether or not you become a serious prospect for, for a coach. So again, I think it goes back to like the importance of asking questions. You need to ask the the coach, what's the next step that I need to take? I've also found too, that as soon as you can go visit the campus, that's usually helpful for the kids. Absolutely. You're going to a school, you're not going to a basketball program. So right. how, what do you think about the school? Go visit a class, go visit your teammates, go visit the coaches, go see what it's like on campus, you know, see what the dorms are like, go get immersed in it as quickly as you can, because I think that will sometimes eliminate some places for a lot of kids. Sometimes Absolutely. it'll, it'll jump them up or push them up a list because it's different than what they, they thought it was going to be. So. And in the, in our process, and I'm sure you guys do this too. So when we get to that place where we are really, we're starting to make a real connection with you. We want you to come. We want you to be here. We'll put you up. We want to. We want you to spend time, eat with the guys, hang out, go to class, go to chapel, experience all that, ask questions in financial aid, ask questions in admissions, see what it's really like. Because if you don't, then you will be surprised, and then you're going to call us liars when we try to get you here in the first place, which most of the time they're not going to land in the first place. So um, I, I fully agree with that. You were a high school coach. You know how this works. You've seen this happen. Now you're at the college level. So you're on the other side and working with the high school coaches. 
what do you feel like a high school coach can do to help his player in this recruiting process? I think everything we're doing here is educate them. So I had started at the college level and then went and coached high school. So I had the opportunity to really share with my kids. This is what college coaches are looking for. This is the kind of person they're after. This is the kind of student they're after. This is the kind of player they're after. Um, I think educating them on that, educating them on what you just talked about, the FAFSA form and what scholarships are actually out there because you and I both are coaching at the same level and we're not given any athletic scholarships. Right. And so you need to know what the school provides and what your school provides and then what's outside scholarship you could apply for to, to make this thing as, as affordable as possible. So you can have the best experience you possibly can getting a degree. I also think that, you know, the one thing that doesn't happen to me anymore that happened to me probably when I first started, when I got back into college 10, 12 years ago is my phone doesn't ring as much. Um, I don't get calls from high school coaches like I used to. I used to get calls all the time on my office phone. Hey, what are you looking for this year? Hey, I've got I've got ABCD kid and uh, he or she was, you know, this, that and the other. You know, what are you looking for? I don't get those much. And I I would love to hear from more high school coaches in that in that arena. I I don't get those as much. I'm not I don't I'm, I'm assuming mostly because of social media and the it's easier to connect through Twitter and through Instagram and, and Snapchat and all that kind of stuff. But I would love to hear from that. Cause I, I can tell you, my goodness, did I make phone calls? I felt like at the end of my, my junior, my kids junior year and their senior, year, I spent the, I spent hours on the phone with coaches just calling and calling and calling and promoting the kid because I knew what I had. And I knew that if I didn't help the kid then that most of the time, even with what we have now technologically, even still, it matters for the connection to happen. I don't get the phone calls as much. I have found, though, that this is a plug for college coaches that are listening, being active on social media, even if you're just every now and then telling things that have happened within your program. I've had many more coaches reach out to me that way and say to me, I've got this player that might be interested. What do you think about this? So from that perspective, for the college coach, you being able to kind of tell your story of, coaches already know sometimes they don't even have to ask the questions because they already know what our program's about it tells its own story so so we can sometimes cut down on the time that it takes to get to the point of i've got this guy i think he would be a great fit for you and he actually is a great fit things have definitely changed that's for sure so whether it's something that you already mentioned or something different maybe one two or three biggest suggestions or biggest things that you would have for the player that's interested in, in playing at the college level what are things that they should definitely be thinking about you know, we're approaching the class of 2022, and I know a lot are starting to think about that. To be honest, that's a little, you're a little behind if that's the case. Yeah. For us, I mean, I've still got people, I've got a 2022. We're like, oh, we're already full for 2022. Right. But that junior or senior that's now entering their their last year, or their last two years, what suggestions would you have for them? The one thing, Coach, that I think doesn't happen enough, and I said it and I'll repeat it, I think that a lot of kids don't ask questions to their guidance counselors. Like what's out there for me, uh, um, scholarship wise, like what can I qualify for? What, what's out there that I could, I can write a letter to, to get a, to get a scholarship so that I can assure myself that when I talk to a coach that, Hey, this is coming with me. Like I'm, 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 you don't have to worry about me. I'm getting, I'm getting this scholarship and this scholarship. I can tell you, I've signed lots of kids that had that. And it was so the transition was so easy into college because that that money weight is not hanging over their heads. So I, I think that's number one. I, I, I mean, I truly believe that 
The second thing is I really think that whatever you're good at, whether it's shooting or dribbling or passing or you're a great screener, you're a great rebounder, go become great at it. Separate yourself, like make yourself really, really good at that. That puts you out there. Um, I signed a kid who was slow as molasses, was not the greatest uh, athlete on the floor, but he was the best rebounder I had ever seen. And I signed him because I knew what I was getting. I knew if you're a great rebounder, you're probably a great teammate. And he is that, right? And so make yourself really, really great. And then lastly, I know this is super cliche, but be incredible in the classroom. Um, You can totally separate yourself from other guys. It's so easy for me to say yes to a guy and start the conversation when he's a three, five and he is good at A, B, C, D in class. You know, he's a, he's a great writer. He's a great math. He's good math. And, and the, the one that I always get that I love is the coach says he's a great student. He is just a great student. That helps everything for me. I'm almost, it's, it's few and far between, but I love to hear it. So those are really my top three. I'll build on a couple of those there. The last one, the academic piece of it, you got multiple opportunities to take that ACT or that SAT. And every time you get higher for a lot of schools, you get more money and that can Mm -hmm. help determine whether or not you come or not. And then the second one is you have to think from a coach's perspective, we're putting together a puzzle. I want to make sure that I have a guy like you just mentioned. If I have a rebounder that comes in, that kid's probably going to be pretty unique in what he does. <laughs> I don't need just another guy that can score it. I don't need five guys that can score the basketball. I'm trying to put together a unit, a group that's going to be successful on the floor. So what can I do to, to fit in or what there are opportunities for you to go to these prospect camps or ID camps or whatever at schools like go and, and again, see where you can fit in within that program and what you can Absolutely. do outside of what, what most kids think gets them on the floor, gets them on the team or gets them with the attention of the, the college coach there. So, so good. ton of great stuff there. I hope that's helpful for coaches. And again, as we enter here, the high school season, reaching out to coaches and how you can connect with them and the questions that you need to be asking. If you have any questions about either of these things, coach, where can people connect with you and reach out to you? Matt.Sanders at Calvary.edu. I'm on Twitter at CO underscore Sandman 4477. We'll be sure to put that in the show notes. That way you can get that. That's Coach (laughs) Matt Sanders, men's basketball coach for the Calvary Warriors. Coach, thanks for coming on the podcast. Coach, I appreciate you so much. It really means a lot, and I can't wait to see you uh, in December. Yes, sir. That'll do it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again at the next time out. Thank you.